Welcome back to another episode of Polly Plus and More Equals Us. Now, before we hop into today's episode, I have a bit of an announcement. This is going to be the final episode of our first season. So Mike and I have been talking and we've decided that we are going to end the first season here. We are going to take a break over the summer and begin again in August. Um, So the reason we are doing that is because we want to take the summer to really start dating and to really go and have those experiences and then come back to the podcast with more to talk about around actually dating. So it's an exciting announcement. Um, We've been talking for about this for a few weeks now and we just feel that it's right because we we are going to explore you know dating apps. What is that like? Actually go on dates, do all that. So while we are experiencing all of this We are probably going to record some episodes here and there while it's all fresh in our minds. Um, But we won't be releasing them until after the summer. So season one is ending. This is the last episode of the season, but don't worry. Season two is coming back probably at the beginning of August, maybe later, kind of just depends. But definitely by the end of the summer, beginning of fall, season two will be back and we're really excited to share more with you just about our journey and how things are going. Um, But so for now, let's hop into this episode. Um, Stick around for the end and I'll I'll give some more details. Um, But today's episode, we are just picking up right where we left off, talking about astrology. but we're going more into my chart and and then we have more discussions just uh, like a bit more broadly about astrology and and our own personal growth and how astrology has really helped us through that and helped us to really you know know ourselves on a deeper level so that's what we get into today it is a, a little bit shorter of an episode. Um, We don't spend nearly as much time on my chart as we did with Mike's chart, and we spend more time just talking about the bigger picture of astrology and how it plays into our lives and how it plays into polyamory. All right, so that's it. Let's hop into the episode. Yeah, and and I do have to say that I feel like um, the more I have sort of done this like self work and looked at myself and, and learned more about myself and, and like self discovery and, and truly understanding myself, the more my chart has made sense. There are things in my chart when I first learned about astrology and I wasn't, and like now I look back and I'm like, oh wow, I, I was very out of touch with my own self. Mm-hmm. A lot of things didn't make sense, but that's because I wasn't truly looking at myself. And the more I I do, the more my chart makes sense. So I do think there is a certain level of like self-awareness mm-hmm. that someone has to have in order for their chart to make sense. Because the more self-aware I become, the more my chart makes sense. But if you're not super self-aware, if you're like in denial maybe about a lot of things in your life, if you aren't, you know, wanting to really like sort of know yourself, then a lot of the things in your chart, you're going to read it and you're going to be like, that's not me. But also because you're denying parts of yourself. Yeah. I know. I totally agree. I've totally experienced that. Yeah. For me, it was like, yeah, it was was not being self-aware, but it was also just kind of like, I felt like I was 
fighting who I was with who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't embracing or accepting what my natural tendencies were and who I was. Mm-hmm. And so I'd always be like, oh, this is like, that's not who I am. I'm, I'm this because I want to be more like this. Yeah. Which is true. Like, yeah, I do want to be more like that, but I can't, you know, deny who I am right now. Yeah. Because then there's always going to be like that, that struggle. Yeah. And also you're just, you're not, I feel like you're not starting at the beginning, which is acceptance. Mm-hmm. You need to first accept, like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, now from where, like, from from this starting point of where, like, of who I am, how do I get to who I want to be? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I totally get that, because, like, yeah, I felt the same exact way. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, denying that first step. Mm-hmm. I was trying to go, like, too far ahead. Like, I want that instead. I'm going to ignore all the beginning of, like, who I am. But. Yeah. Yeah, and that's work. that's why some of the stuff... I remember the first time I told you that your moon sign was in cancer. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it was yeah. like, okay. But yeah. now, today, in our conversation, you're like, wow, that was me. Yeah. You you literally were like, but I'm... You didn't, you didn't yeah. want it to be you. Oh, yeah, it was hard denial. Yeah. Yeah, and so... I couldn't accept it. Exactly. So, like... yeah it's just so funny that like yeah so you have seen that and 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 I have seen it too the more I understand myself the more it's like oh fuck that was right but yeah it's not like I'm just it's also not like I'm I'm not just like agreeing with it just like agree with it also no it's like I've had that realization and understanding first and I'm like yeah that is you've gone that is accurate that is how I have felt thinking back on my entire life Uh and who I am you know to this day yeah. I just wasn't, yeah, I, just, I wasn't accepting it at the time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Should we, should we switch to my chart? Yeah, see your chart. Okay. Enough so we, about me. So we that's, started. That's too much self-focus well, for an Aquarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. We're working on that, that Aries North node, right? <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so we kind of started with Mike's chart one, because he, he was very skeptical, right? And so now to sort of go from being very skeptical to being like, wow, this is really, and like we said, like you've gotten to know yourself more and you've gone through that process of being like, wow, the more I get to know myself, the more this makes sense. That's kind of why I wanted to start with you rather than start with me. Who's like, I'm fully in it. I'm like, yes, this all makes sense. I get it. You know, I wanted to start with you. Um, so my chart, let's go over to me. Um, okay, so <clears throat> we'll go through my chart quicker than we went through your chart because I think it's a little bit easier because I already know my chart and know myself. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go and... Get a little more focused. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to start with the... Uh, the big three, like we talked about, my sun, my moon, and my rising. So my sun is in Aries. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. And so Aries is very, um, very, can be very playful, right? I talked about Aries being the first sign. So um, like think very like childlike, playful, naive. Um, But also when you think of a child, right, they like to have fun and they can be silly but then they throw temper tantrums and they just tell you you know this is how I'm feeling no I don't want this and ah right like think of like a child that is like literally Aries (laughs) 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 if you are watching this I hope you saw Mike's face (laughs) yes would you like to say something Mike (laughs) as long as you don't throw a temper tantrum (laughs) no I mean I have definitely experienced (laughs) the Aries fire Yes. Enough that I can't remember how many exactly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's not saying a lot, but there's definitely made a good number. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, whatever. But yes, so Aries is a fire sign, and I um, I definitely embody a lot of the Aries um, traits. Um, so some of, like, like I was saying, a lot of, like, the really fun and sort of, like, um, you know, light side of Aries is very playful, very determined. Aries is like 
like I was saying earlier, Aries um, is the ruler of Mars, or Mars is the ruler of Aries. No, Aries is the ruler of Mars. Um, and so, like, if you know Aries, Mars, those are the gods of war in, um, you know, Greek and Roman mythology. So Aries, Mars, god of war. Um, it's very masculine energy. Aries is, like, very determined, very... Um, um, like straightforward, very um, fiery, but can also be um, Aries is known for their their temper. We're super competitive, which can be really, really good, but it can also be really, really bad. Um, you know, like super competitive, very athletic. Um, like when I was a kid, I had like all of this energy and like my parents didn't know what to do and they were like put her in cross country just let her run for miles and miles and miles <laughs> <laughs> let her wear herself out yes let her wear <laughs> herself out because i just had all of this energy and that is a super like aries trait to just be like full of energy like more so very than, like, competitive the yes yeah of course all kids are very you know have tons of energy but it was like like extra yeah like my mom would say that like I we would go outside and play and when all of the other kids would get tired I would still be like what are we doing let's go and that's why she was like go run you know where's the after party yeah um but Aries is also known for their temper um for having like a short fuse right think think of fire right you can have this fire and then it just like bursts right like that mm -hmm. that is aries yeah and so that's that is my sun sign that is like the core and i feel like anyone who really knows me would be like yeah you are for sure an aries right yeah yeah that one's very obvious with you <laughs> yeah it is um and then my rising sign or my ascendant is Leo. And so Leo is also a fire sign. So I have these two fire signs um, and anyone, anyone will tell you that like, yes, like, like Elisa, a fire sign, duh. It's <laughs> like, I just, I have a lot of those qualities. Yeah. Good thing you were red right now too. Oh yeah. See, um, <laughs> But Leo, Leo is like stereotypically like the performer. Leo also loves to be the center of attention. Um, so does Aries. Oh, and that's the other thing. Aries is all about me, 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 me. Think about the little kid, right? The first sign of the zodiac, little kid is very, is all about me, 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 me. And like we were talking about earlier, yeah. uh, like that's just, I, I have always been that way. Yeah. And it's not... I wouldn't say necessarily I am self-centered. Maybe when I was younger, I was. Um, but as a kid, like, your brain's also not fully developed, so, like, your world is... Yes. I, like, everyone when they're young is very... What you know more... and see and what you feel. Yes. But even now, even now, I am still very much me, 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 me. Um, and, and, but, so Leo loves to be center of attention. Um, Leo is a performer. Everyone knows that, like, I, that since I was old enough to remember, I've always wanted to be on stage. Always. My, my earliest memory of, like, wanting to be on stage, um, we were at, it was on my mom's side of the family. I think we were at a wedding or something, and my uncle is in, like, a band with, like, other family members, and they were on stage playing, and I was, like, three years old, and I went up, and I was, like, I want to sing Achy Breaky Heart, <laughs> and so they did, so they played it, and I grabbed the microphone, and I sang, and I was on stage, and I was three years old, like, you know, like, <laughs> that, awesome. and, like, that's just always been me, I just yeah. love performing. So I'm um, the opposite, I've never <clears throat> had that thought as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That just never crossed my mind. Yeah. Like, acting was never even, like, on my radar. Yeah. As, like, a possible profession. Yeah. And that's what I've done and wanted to do for my whole life. Mm -hmm. It's just be an actor. Yeah. Be on stage. And it's not it's not even necessarily acting. It's performing. I just love yeah. performing. And that is such a Leo trait. Um, and, like, I didn't know that. You know, and then when I learned that, I was like, oh my God, that is so me. 
Um, but Leo is also very like fun loving. Uh, Leos have like these huge hearts. Um, and, but Leo doesn't always show it and it's very different than like cancer, right? Cancer is very, um, like we said, like nurturing can be very motherly. Um, Leo has this big heart and loves, but loves in like a very like different way. It's like, 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 like being like, you're the greatest, you're the best, like in that like cheerleader kind of way. That is very Leo. That's like the okay. Leo way of loving, you know, is to be like, you're amazing. Like you, like, oh my God, that dress looks fabulous. Leos usually are very also all about the hair um, and, and very like really? about fashion. Yeah. Like lion mane? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it is. is it? Lion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Leo is the lion and like, yeah, the lion. But your mane. expression of love is a little more like verbal <clears throat> and direct and explicit. Um, well for, yeah, if you're like a Leo or if you have Leo as like your moon sign, maybe, or Leo as your, um, Venus, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your, your way of like showing that you like love or care about someone can be very much maybe like through compliments and showering them, but also being very protective. Um, so like if someone were to like make fun of you, well, actually, I don't know if this is a Leo or an Aries thing. Um, but like if someone were to like make fun of you to be like the first one to defend, to be like, no, like this, no, my friend is amazing. Don't you dare like to be yeah. very defensive of your friends. Yeah. I don't know if that's Leo or Aries, but either way, it's yeah. me. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like afraid to like <clears throat> be confrontational or to like defend your friends. It would the, just be like an instant reaction. I think the confrontational bit, not being afraid of confrontation, that is Aries. Mm -hmm. But the um, being sort of like defensive of your friend, because you can be defensive without being confrontational. True. That sort yeah. of like being defensive and like standing up for your friends is a very Leo thing. But since I have both, I will stand up for my friends and be very confrontational. <laughs> uh, so you'll stand up for them and like get in the other person's face. Yes. And, <laughs> and my best friend Amanda will totally attest to that because there have been moments, especially when I was younger, um, where, yeah, I would, if someone like were to make fun of her or be mean to her, it was like me that was jumping to action to like, fight this person really? you know yeah and then she'd be like whoa whoa elisa like chill the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> and she is a leo she is a leo yeah. so that that like confrontational part of like defending was definitely like my my aries fire oh, okay as we like to say yeah yeah she's like i got this but yeah thanks for <laughs> getting in that person's face <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but that yeah that's the aries so i have these two fire signs um as my sun and as my rising so they like really get along together and they have a lot of similar traits because they are both fire signs now think about when we looked at, at yours right yeah. we were looking at um an air sign aquarius is an air sign then we looked at virgo which is an earth sign and then we looked at your uh cancer moon which is water mm -hmm. so and they were all like yeah there were a few things that were similar but they were all kind of like different their own things yeah. right but because i have two fire signs it's very similar and so it's like extra fire yeah and then we have my moon sign and my moon is in Pisces. And Pisces is a water sign. And Pisces is the very last sign of the zodiac. Mm. And so kind of like what you were saying about your Aquarius and your Virgo, kind of always like, you kind of felt like pulling you were always pulling. And yeah. I felt that my whole life with my sort of like Aries sun and my Pisces moon. And when I first read about astrology and I read that my moon sign was in Pisces, it was like, it, yeah, it was like this huge like revelation. And it was the, like, like, oh my God, it all made sense. Yeah. Because Pisces is a water sign, so opposite of fire. Um, and the last sign of the zodiac, whereas Aries is the first. And Pisces is... Pisces is sort of like the, um, 
where where Aquarius is all about the good of everyone, Pisces is kind of like like almost to the next realm in a sense. Like Pisces is like the most intuitive. Usually if you are a Pisces or if you have Pisces as your moon, you're like super super intuitive, um very psychic. Um, cause it's, it's the last sign. It's like the transition into like the next life or the next world. You know what I mean? Like the transition into, um, spirit in a sense. Yeah. It's like you're the furthest from like here. Exactly. Yeah. It, like it, kid, teenager, adult. Yeah. Like old soul. And then there's like next realm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Pisces is very like the, like in the spirit world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and but so to have a Pisces moon, it's it's also very like sensitive, like like your water sign, right? Like you you have Cancer as a water sign as your moon, and I have Pisces, um, and so Pisces is very like very soft, very intuitive, um, and very sensitive, and that's the thing that that Pisces always gets like a bad rap for like, oh, you're so sensitive. Like, because like, like when you hear people talking about like, oh, you're an empath, you can feel other people's emotions. That is Pisces. Pisces is the empath. And so to have Pisces as your moon, which is your empathetic self, I feel other people's emotions. And I didn't really know that I felt that until like very recently. And I realized when I was younger, I would hide that shit. Oh my God. I didn't want anybody to know that I was sensitive. And so I, I like hid my Pisces moon behind all of that fire. And I was almost like ashamed that I was so sensitive. And so I would overcompensate. Mm -hmm. And I would act like things didn't bother me. I don't care. Like I was called a bitch so many times when I was younger. But because that really? was like, yes, because I would, you I would like sort of, school? yeah. Uh. And I, but I, I wore it like a badge of honor. I was like, yes, I am a bitch. You know, don't mess with me because I was overcompensating <laughs> <Owned> because. <laughs> No, I was overcompensating because I was so sensitive uh, and things really, really hurt me, yeah. but I didn't want people to know that. Yeah. And so instead I hid behind my like Aries fire, right? Because that was so easy for me to just yeah. be like, to be like, no, and to be mean and to be aggressive. Yeah. Right. And because my, yeah, because yeah. Aries, Aries is you know, is still ruled by Mars. So that Aries is very um, masculine. And so it's almost like the opposite of what you were saying, how yeah. you were like, it was very hard for you to like put yourself out there and sort of be aggressive. Yeah. That's like, that's my go-to defense mechanism, aggression. Yeah. You know? That's so funny because I remember the first few days that we first met, that's exactly <laughs> what I saw. Yeah. But then you, you'd show like every now and then, you'd, you'd show your sensitive side. Yeah. And then, like, I'd also picked up on that, too. And I was like, yeah, you have this, like, fiery outer outer facade. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what you show. But, like, you know, there's definitely, like, a tenderness there, too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And, yeah, that's so funny you say that. Because that's, that's, like, exactly what I saw when I first met you. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the exact impression I got. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I would use, right, so the, we were talking about um, your ascendant or your rising, right? So my rising is Leo. The like, look at me, I'm a performer, I'm fun, I'm whatever. And then I use my like Aries fire as my defense mechanism mm -hmm. of like, you know, and like don't get too close to me or if yeah. you're going to be mean, right? But it's, it's because firewall. it is, it's my firewall. Yes. <laughs> because I am so so sensitive and I don't I don't let people yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, but of course, as I as, as I get to know people and sort of let them in, then they see that. And that's why now you're like, you know that because I, you know, I let you in. Yeah. But I don't let people in very easily. And so that also ties into the eighth house, right? We were talking about your Mars being in the eighth house. Mm -hmm. I have my sun and my moon in the eighth house. And so 
Um, right? Like, so the eighth house, we were saying, typically, if you have planets in there, you like to keep them very private. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what, mm. what I just said, right? Is like, I, I, I don't let people get close to me. You know, I will let people see that, like, Leo side of me, the like fun and playful and woo. But I, I am very, very protective of who I am. Like, I don't have like lots and lots of friends, right? I have just a few very close friends because I don't like to let people in through that firewall because I am so sensitive, but I just don't let people see that. And so most people don't know it. So a lot of people, when they're, you know, when they, they're like, you have a Pisces moon, what? <laughs> like you are sensitive. People would never guess that, but that's also because I wouldn't ever let them. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not, not unless you are really, really close to me, will you ever see that side of me? Yeah. Because I've always been very protective of it. And so, and so I always felt like there, there were these two sides of me that I didn't like that were like battling, right? There was that Aries fire and that like, I'm going to go for things and I'm, I'm going to be this and I'm not going to care what other people think. But then it was like, oh, but everything just hurts so much. But I was like ashamed of that and I didn't like it. And so I was denying it, right? Like we were talking about like denying aspects of your chart. I was like denying that like, I had this sensitivity, mm -hmm. but once I read in my chart that I had this Pisces moon, it was like, wow, it all made sense. And I was like, that's why I am so sensitive and why I've been trying to hide it um, because it's in my eighth house and I didn't want people to know and I was ashamed of it. Yeah. So it was like, I had this huge breakthrough when I read that and I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I put yeah I put words to uh, how you'd felt. Yeah, practically your whole life. Yeah, exactly, and I didn't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. So those are the three like main ones, um, and then we touched a little bit on. Um, oh, we didn't touch on my Mars, but that's okay. So now I want to talk about an aspect that we didn't talk about in your chart. Let's talk about so how did how do you think your your signs like relate to you being polyamorous or wanting to be polyamorous well so that's what, what i want to get to okay okay so right so so far all of these things don't really you're like okay but how how does any of that really relate to being polyamorous and so far i wouldn't i would say like eh, not really yeah but we haven't looked at two key aspects in my chart that i think are like the obvious like hello here it is look at me yeah. <laughs> and that's my Mars and my Venus. And we didn't really talk about Venus in your chart. Um, <clears throat> but so my Mars and my Venus are both in Aquarius and they're both mm. in my sixth house. Yeah. I don't really think the house is too important, but well, it is, but we're just going to focus on the fact that they are both in Aquarius, right? So what do we know about Aquarius? <laughs> well, well, we talked about with my yeah. My sun sign. So yeah. Yeah. Open-minded. Mm -hmm. Let your freak flag fly. Mm -hmm. Innovative. Mm -hmm. Kind of new, new free thinker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All so that. <laughs> all of that, right? So when you take all of that <clears throat> and then you stick your Mars and your Venus in there. Um, so Mars is that energy we talked about of like, um, of like how you put yourself out there. It's your masculine energy. And we, we can also look at it as um, the type of partner, right? Since I am a female and female identifying female um, and heterosexual looking for a partner, I guess it doesn't matter if you're heterosexual or not, but the masculine energy, typically if you are female identifying, you can look at your Mars and say, okay, what, whatever sign your Mars is in, that's the sort of like partner you are looking for. And my Mars is in Aquarius. Oh, and so I'm looking for a partner who is an Aquarius or has those traits. Oh, look it. I have a partner who's an Aquarius. 
what? Like, I didn't know that. Um, and then Venus is the opposite. So if, um, so uh, for Venus, I, I am looking to be loved. That, that is how I want to be loved. It is also an Aquarius. So I, I am looking for love that is <clears throat> sort of different. That is, you know, the rebel, the let your freak flag fly. That is not sort of the, the status quo. Yeah. That's the kind of love I'm like looking for. And more group oriented too. Yes, exactly. More open. Aquarius is about open, about the group, about... Yeah, and so if like that's the sort of love I am looking for, then then I'm looking for something very different, and I'm looking for something that probably isn't monogamy. Mm-hmm. And so when I discovered that in my chart, I was like, "Holy shit!" And again, that's not to say that just because your Venus is in Aquarius and you are a woman that you that monogamy isn't right for you. Again, we have to look at all of the the different aspects and how they play out. Yeah. Um, Is that saying more so that you want to like receive love in more of like a polyamorous way, whereas mine is I more of like want to give love in that kind of way? Would you say it like that, or is that a little too well general? No, so it's a a little different. So your your Mars is in Aries, but it's in the eighth house, which gives it sort of that that flavor that we read that was like, um, you know, helping others through relationship, including sexual relationships. Cause, um, the eighth house is all about like, like mystery and taboo. Oh, that's the other thing. The eighth house is very taboo. Um, like, and so diving into sort of that. And so, yes, you are wanting to give love, right? Because you're, um, your Mars, the one where it's like you want to give love, is in in a very like masculine way, but in a very taboo and or sexual way because it's in the eighth house. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so for me, my Mars and my Venus, so the way I I the partner I am looking for, the way I want to give love. And the way I want to receive love from somebody else, it, they're both in Aquarius. Okay, okay. Which is that like so free both. thinker. Yeah, yeah, so I have them both in the same sign. Okay. Your Venus is in Capricorn, which is an Earth sign. Um, and so, and that's why, like when I, when I look at your Mars, it kind of makes sense. But when I look at your Venus, I don't really... I wouldn't be like, oh, that's the thing right there. Whereas for me, it's like, oh yeah, it's obvious with my Venus and Mars. Yeah. Um, but so it's it's there's and that's why it's like it's so complicated because there's so many different, again, pieces of the puzzle, and you kind of have to look at them all. And just because one piece of my puzzle maybe points to polyamory, it's not necessarily true for your same piece of the puzzle. You know? Yeah. Cause yeah, when you put <clears throat> yeah, when you put the pieces of the puzzle together and form the big picture it's mm-hmm. might mean something else yeah yeah but so the way that i am looking to give and receive love is in the same sign which is aquarius mm-hmm. the other aspect is my north node is also in aquarius and it's right in oh, between wow. my venus and my mars yeah so i have my venus or no i have i have my my mars then my north node then my venus okay and they're all in Aquarius. And so also, right, the North Node is the thing that we are um, striving towards. We're lurking to, like, learn or the lessons we're learning for our, our entire life. Mm-hmm. Mine is in Aquarius. So it's like that is what I am here to sort of, like, learn and embody. And remember, so I, I'm an Aries, all about the me, but my North Node Aquarius is saying, is teaching me how to be more about the we. Less about me and more about the we and to look at like the group. Yeah. And so isn't that interesting that my Venus, my Mars and my North Node are all there in Aquarius. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm, that's what I'm learning. And your Mars and your North Node are right next to each other. Isn't that interesting? And then we look at, I 
am an Aries, right? My sun sign, the, the core of who I am, the, uh, the traits that I easily embody are Aries. And those are the traits that you are looking to develop within yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you are an Aquarius and my North node is an Aquarius. So it's like we have our sun signs are the opposite of each other's North nodes. Yeah. So it's like the the thing the that Aquarius thing that I am I am going after you embody and you already have mm-hmm. those Aries traits that you were looking for I already have and I embody. Yeah. So it's like we have the thing that the other person is working on. Yeah. And so it's like we are each other's like best teachers in that yeah. way. And that's something yeah. that we knew before we ever knew about astrology. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like a, a great, you know, more detailed description of like opposites attract. Yeah. But like from the astrology perspective. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we, and, and we, we've always felt that way before yeah. we knew about astrology that yes, we have the same core beliefs and we, we do have a lot in common. Um, but like we are very different people. Like, you know, so we are that, that like opposites attract, we balance each other out. The things you're really good at are the things that I struggle with. The things I'm really good at are the things you struggle with. And we knew this from the very beginning of our relationship. And, and we've talked about it, how like, wow, it's so interesting that we, we complement each other and we sort of balance each other out. Yeah. And then to learn in astrology that like, the thing, the our north nodes, the thing that we are working towards is the thing that the other person already is. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, to me, that's uh, just our our natural pull and desire just to, like, feel whole and complete. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, it's like Avatar. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, um, you know, master. All of the elements. All of the elements. Mm-hmm. And I guess, yeah, by master, I mean, I guess in our case, it's meaning, like, understand them and then develop the ones that, you know, are maybe not your natural tendency. Yeah. I think, I, I really do think that's, like, you know, what what Avatar and, like, you know, what some of these other shows, like, where they do talk about signs and, and like, becoming whole, like, that's really what they're, they're like, getting at. It's just yeah. a fundamental human desire. Yeah. To pursue that, that balance. Yeah. Well, and... If you're... If you're self-aware enough yeah and you realize like this this is what like I want yeah exactly and I think I think people who who are into astrology that's exactly it it is it's because it's a way of understanding yourself of doing that self-discovery of learning more and and becoming more whole of not denying aspects of yourself that maybe you were told weren't good or were shameful, mm-hmm. but of embracing that and becoming whole. Just like an avatar, it's all the elements. Hello, yeah. we have all of the elements in astrology, mm-hmm. right? We all have all of the signs in our chart. You look at your chart and every single sign is in there. You might not have a planet in every single sign, but so we have all of the signs within us. And so it's learning how to balance all of that, how to cultivate certain aspects of ourselves um, and maybe let some things go that we realize aren't working for us, yeah. right? It's it's all of that. It is self-development. It, it's just another tool to use in becoming whole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, I, so yeah, I just think it's so interesting of like looking at, yeah, when, when we look at our, our charts, the, um, right, like you, you have very little fire in your chart and the places where you do, that's, that's the thing that you're working on, mm-hmm. you know, and I have lots of fire in my chart and, but I'm working on the areas where I have more water or air in my chart. Those are the things I'm trying to develop and those are the things that you have and come easy to you. So it's, yeah, it's just so interesting how how that plays out. Um, but so yes, going back to polyamory, I think if you, when you really look at my chart, it's pretty obvious with my Venus and my Mars, but also my North node. Those three things really 
are like, whoa. And I, I wish yeah. I had known that. But they're all Aquarius. <clears throat> yeah, when I That's learned that my Venus wild. and my Mars and my North Node were all in Aquarius, and I learned what Aquarius really means, and I learned that the, that Venus is like the way that I want to be loved, and Mars is like the partner that I'm looking for, it, it just, it was like, oh my God, if I had known this, then maybe it would have made more sense when I started having feelings for other people and, and wanted to have more than one relationship and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh. Um, you know, and, but at the same time, I do have to say, we, we also talked about that level of self-awareness and I did not have as much self-awareness. So then again, if someone had told me if someone had read my chart and told me about these two aspects of Venus and Mars and Aquarius yeah, and been like, oh, me, and if they had said, you know, maybe um, monogamy isn't right for you um, or, you know, maybe you might want to explore other ways of loving, I probably would have been like, yeah, what? Yeah. Because again, it's that level of self-awareness there. So there were, again, I say, I wish I had known, but at the same time, I don't know if it would have mattered. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, it just reminds me of The Matrix. Like, I love that movie. That's, to mm -hmm. me, that movie is, like, like, what it describes is actually, like, awakening. Yeah. It's, like, becoming woke. Like, fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, getting past all of your limiting past beliefs. Mm -hmm. Or, like, they're, like, the machines. Yeah. And then it, it is you, like, freeing your mind. Yeah. And, like, attaining that level of, like, self-awareness. Mm -hmm. But, like, in in... The Matrix in the first one, like near the beginning, Morpheus tells Neo, like, you know, I can only show you the path, but you have to walk it. Yeah. So it's that same thing. You know, somebody can tell you exactly, you know, can like maybe describe you perfectly in detail. You can read your chart. Yeah. Tell you but everything. But if you're not, if you're not ready to walk that path, or mm -hmm. you're not like open to like exploring that idea, mm -hmm. and like I guess like self-analyzing yourself. Yeah. Going through that process of self-discovery, then not going to really mean anything to you yeah. or, or or it might you you know you might like it might trigger like a like oh yeah that does seem true mm -hmm. but if you're like not ready to like fully like dig inward yeah then it's, it's not going to have like that same impact exactly exactly and so that that again goes back to why why when I first started getting into astrology and would tell you about your chart right it, same thing. It's like you were open to hearing about it, but you weren't quite ready to do some of that, like, self-discovery or inner work or digging. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to think back, like, what? Right after what, we got what, married. What was, what was I going through at the time? Like, what, like, what, what was truly preventing me from wanting to do that? Well, it was right after we got married. I think I was probably in a little rut. I was kind of stuck in my ways. I was very, I was very focused on work at that time. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I still am, but I, I'm a little more, I feel like I'm just like a little more balanced and open right now. Yeah. But yeah, I was very, yeah, I think like that was just like my one singular focus. And I just couldn't like snap out of that focus. Mm -hmm. Virgo. <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, I I learned a lot, and like, I'm glad I did it. But it, yeah, I mean, I felt like I was also kind of hiding from bigger issues, mm -hmm. like these ones that, you know, I felt like were probably like causing me a lot of grief and anxiety and torment. I just didn't really like fully understand like why I was feeling certain things. Yeah. So yeah, then I just like, yeah, I just, I wanted that singular focus on like an external thing, which is work mm -hmm. to kind of like distract me. Yeah. What, what did, what did the, um, remember your, your North node, it was like you were learning to let go of sort of that like work and, and focusing on, on work and money and looking more at relationship with others. Mm -hmm. That's what your North node said. And that's literally what has happened over the past, you know, like three years. Sort of when I started to have my awakening, mm -hmm. 
and started talking to you about all of this, that's literally what has happened in the last three years. You've realized you do want to focus more on your own growth. You do want to focus more on, on like your, your own self and learning more about yourself and sort of letting go of like working so much and focusing on money and, and all of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I just, I want to shift, like, just shift that focus. Yeah. Into, like, what I feel like is a, is a more, like, healthy, happier balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like, it, it goes back and forth, like, because, yeah, my, I feel like my natural tendency is a little more towards, like, the work, the logical, like, that's just, like, my comfort zone. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, like the focus is like sway back and forth, but it's like gradually working its way towards, yeah, yeah, the the better balance, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. So, um, you have a north node, but you also have a south node, and your south node is the opposite of your north node. That's that's why they're called north and south. So they're they are always exact opposites. Mm -hmm. And so your south node is in, let's look, the opposite of Aries. Um, oh, shoot. Let me look. I'm like, here is your, so your north node is in Aries and your south node is in, what's, what is that, Virgo? What comes after Virgo? Libra? No. Mm. Libra? South node. Ah, yeah, Libra, I think. Anyway. Libra? Yeah, south node and Libra. But, um... Ah, anyway. But, so it's like... I know, I'm like, sorry, I don't... Like I said, I'm not an astrologer. I don't know everything. Um, but so they're, they're opposites. Mm -hmm. And so like the thing that you are more used to and comfortable is your, your south node. And so you're working towards your north node. And so like you are more comfortable like, oh, oh, Libra is, is um, Libras always have like a hard time making decisions. That's kind of like the... Um, they're, they're, um, they, they can be very passive. They're sort of like the peacemakers. Um, ter Terry is a Libra. Yeah. Um, so that's my South node. Yeah. That's your South node. Um, but so like you're working towards, yeah, but so that's the thing. It's like your yeah. North node is supposed to be like, it, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Oh, I do. I do feel like that's my more status quo normal state. You, you, you said that earlier Yeah. that you, a peacekeeper. Go with the flow. Yeah. Don't rock the boat. Yeah. That's like all Libra. Sometimes it is hard for me to make decisions though because I'm trying to like be like, oh, what does this person think? Or like, what would they want? I'm trying to balance it out with this this person's want. And it's like, you know, you're trying to balance like all these different desires and mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah. So you're trying to like, yeah, you're trying to like optimize the system that's mm -hmm. has many constraints. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so that that's like the what you're comfortable in. Yeah. And so it's... Whereas I'm like, oh, if I just went with what I wanted, it'd be easy. I'll just do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to balance all these other... Welcome wants. to my life. If we just <laughs> if we just do what I want to do, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that too, but... Can't make it too easy for you. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, that's so fun. I don't know. I think it's pretty <laughs> Could be, but not uh, all the time. Anyway, where were we going with that? Just with like the South Node, just what's yeah. I don't know where you feel like most like more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but so I can't, I can't exactly remember. I know I forget where we were going with that too, but uh, just it was just the fact that you were saying like like you know, um, oh, the, the working, the working, doing, like, working, that's where you're comfortable. Yeah. But, like, g going outside of your comfort zone, and, and and so that's what I'm saying. It's, like, that's the whole point of, like, your north node. Your north node isn't the comfortable place mm -hmm. for anybody. 
um, the comfortable place is your south node. Um, and so, and so north node, it's not comfortable. It is going to push you to get out of your comfort zone and do the thing you don't normally do or wouldn't normally. And so it's like, it's like you're finally starting to feel that you're, you're feeling that pull to like get out of your comfort zone to do something different and to, to sort of cultivate these aspects of yourself that you've kind of been ignoring. Yeah. And then when we look at your chart, it's like, wow, you're wanting all of the things that your North node says you're here to like learn. Yeah. 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 That's where I was going with that is that yes, it's not comfortable. That's what's been so eye opening about this is because like I already had these thoughts and beliefs recently and now they're just being affirmed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's in a, exactly but how in I a felt. specific enough way where it's not like I'm just latching on to something like super vague. Yeah. It's like specific enough where I'm like, wow, yeah, like that's that that's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like when and our charts are very different. Right? And so when when we talk about like your sun sign versus my sun sign or like your rising sign versus my rising sign, it's like, whoa, those are very different. Yeah. Right? And so like we were talking about about like reading other people's charts and seeing like, oh, well, that's definitely not me. Right? If you were if you look at my chart, we've already talked about how we are very opposite. And so when you look at my chart, if I were to be like, oh, yeah, you've got Leo and you're super, you already said, like, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not a performer. You don't like to be center of attention. All of those things, right? So you, it's like, that. that's definitely not you. Yeah. You know, so it's not like all of these things are super vague and could apply to anybody. If you look at just one piece, then yes, maybe. But, like, when you look at all of it together, it's so specific and so spot on it's like how how do you deny that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> exactly. You can't. Unless you're just you just really can't accept it. Yeah. Well, unless you're like we talked about in that sort of like denial phase or yeah. you're not yeah, if you're, you're op- not willing if to If you're look open at enough, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you you can't deny that truth. Yeah. Covered a lot. Whew, we have covered a lot. This was this was a really fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's become yeah. Just much more important to me. So I really do enjoy talking about it now. Mm-hmm. I like talking about it with other people too, and like seeing, well, especially like with, I guess, just people in general who like who are just a little more like into astrology and aware of it. Mm-hmm. But even even not even just like as a more general discussion of like self awareness, yeah, self discovery. It is exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just new to me. It's new and exciting for me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's still it's still pretty new to me too, and very exciting. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about it. Yeah, more. And and I like that too. That it's like, you know, you're you're. You're an engineer. You're all about science and math and, you know, but then here's this thing that's all about, um, you know, that there we don't have the science to, like, back it up. Or it's like, how is this explained, you know? How, how can the moon being in a certain place in the sky affect me as a person? But then, like, look at it. And we just did. And so I love that, that you are all about math and science and yet – you know, you still are open-minded, Aquarius, to the possibility that, like, maybe we can't explain everything, you know, and and maybe we can't explain exactly how or why astrology is accurate, but it is. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot that you know the collective human knowledge like hasn't been able to explain. Exactly. So it's like, you know, as long as you like accept that. And yeah. don't have like you know blinding ego, mm-hmm. then yeah. I mean, I think I think it's just I think you have to be open to to ideas, but it's also like they're also well, validated. You don't, you don't have to be, but you are. True, you don't have to be <laughs> because I definitely you don't have to be. But there's was a, not open minded. I didn't used to be this open minded. True. I guess that's a little extreme to say you have to be, but if you are open. <clears throat> 
and then there's enough for me there was like enough truth to pull me in yes then yeah yeah then I, then I just then I went I went for it yeah I guess I, I took the red pill whatever pill you want to take <laughs> <laughs> exactly you did you yeah. took it and now here we are yeah that's why like just thinking back to that movie there's so much like truth to it and like when I was younger and I first saw it like I kind of latched onto a little bit I was like oh wow like I think this is saying this and like yeah. I felt like a small amount of truth there but like now as I'm getting older I'm like wow there's like they're saying so much in this movie about self-discovery that I, I just didn't understand at the time yeah to the extent I do now yeah it's also like when people like reread books they like pick up on different things it's like they have a different perspective and different awareness so mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know it's, it's along those same lines exactly and yeah. I'm sure uh, yeah like that's a process that, like you know I think is a lifelong process that you just keep pursuing your whole life mm -hmm. and it just keeps evolving and expanding hopefully mm -hmm. yeah and that's why I think it's so great to have this conversation specifically with you because you are very open-minded but you also are that like math and science person and so I love that it's like bringing it all together it's not just yeah. people who were like into spirituality and but like that's the Aquarian side you can too. be it is I don't want to be just one or one or the other I want to be like open to all of it all of it as long as it's and I feel like yeah it's not I feel like I don't have to give up one to be the other yeah I just add exactly it's not like yeah I don't feel like I'm sacrificing something yeah it's not one or the other yeah not it's not an exclusive. or it's an and yeah it's one and the other yeah All right, that is it. This is the final episode of our first season. Wow, we did it. We made it through an entire season of our podcast. It's so, uh, I don't even have the words. <laughs> it is so cool that we decided to do this. And it is so cool that so many of you have decided to you know, go on this journey with us and tune in and listen every week. It's It's been so amazing um, to hear from all of you and for so many of you to reach out and just say like, you know, how how much you love our conversations and hearing what we have to say because it really resonates with you and what you're going through and, and your own experiences with polyamory and open relationships and ethical non-monogamy. It has been so so fun to do this and and to share this with all of you so thank you guys so much for listening for tuning in this has been an incredible journey so far and we are so excited to keep it going so like i said we will be coming back for season two after the summer but we really just want to take our time with dating and experiencing that and taking our time with recording our our episodes and getting our thoughts out there so that way um you know when when we do finally release them we feel like we've we've got some stories for you <laughs> um so yeah as always if you have been enjoying this podcast please 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 subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Please rate our podcast. Please like it. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, like this episode or any episode. Your support really does mean the world to us. And, and we look at these things and, and we look and see like, oh, wow, people really liked this episode or, huh, not very many people listened to that one. I wonder why. And, you know, we, we look at that stuff. So thank you for your support. As always, please reach out to us. Um, you can reach me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at underscore alisa.janelle. Um, and if you want to reach out to me there to talk to Mike, let me know. I'll make sure he gets the message. Or you can email us at polyplusamore equals us eight at gmail.com. 
So that's how you can reach out to us and get a hold of us while, you know, we take a break before coming back for season two. And yeah, I will keep you all posted on Instagram about when season two is, you know, going to start up again. So yeah, follow me and I'll keep you all posted. Thank you all so, so much for listening and we'll be back after the summer. 